May 23rd, and we are so happy to see you guys checking in this morning early on a Monday. All the tweets at Mercedes in the AM. You can also text us at 702-364-9400. And we're just trying to get things going here when when you're missing your right-hand woman. Uh, it's, uh, it's a little difficult, but Steph, she's, uh, she's actually at home today broadcasting because she got sick. Oh, and, man. and we miss her and we miss her but uh, I'm glad she's at home at least she's just uh she's just stuck there we can uh we can hear her we can actually talk to Steph I was talking to her before the show started she's dialed in let me see if I have this right we're able to broadcast from home but this will be the first time that someone is at home and two of us are in the studio let me yeah. turn this off here and then Steph are you there I'm here can you guys hear me yes, yes we can <laughs> oh my god you sound so different. It's, it's so like echoey, but that's what you get when you're at the home broadcast. At least we're uh, able to hear you. How are you feeling this morning? Okay. Can you guys hear me okay, though? Like, how's my audio? My level's too low? I don't, I can't. Let me see if I, I think I can control the audio here on this side. It's a little bit hot, but it's fine. I can bring it down on, on my okay. here. I'm going to step back from the mic then. So I'm okay. I just kind of woke up. A little tired, dry cough, sneezing a little bit, but not as bad as I was when I woke up Saturday morning. That was when I felt like I was, I had COVID. I knew I had COVID when I woke up Saturday morning, but I wanted to make sure. So I double tested. I was like, okay, I'm going to test twice. So the first time I tested, it was positive. And then I made James test. James tested positive for like, Okay, take a deep breath. Let's just see what happens. We took a second test, and that was for sure it. We were like, we have it. And that's when I texted you guys like, oh, the worst birthday gift ever. But the universe, I think, was telling me like, hey, slow down. You've been going out a lot. You've been partying a lot. So (laughs) I think it's one of those things that like, hey, don't worry about it. Just take your time. And I have been working a lot, too. Like, it's been a lot of going back and forth and just doing stuff with Momo. So I think this is definitely a sign that like, hey, take a chill pill. Don't worry. Just rest. So I'm here and I'm doing better each day. Well, I mean, if you're really supposed to be resting, you shouldn't be on with <laughs> yeah. us this morning. You're still working. You you're still did a bunch of stuff. <laughs> she did all this stuff before the show started. She got the studio oh. set up online. She sent us some, <laughs> some stuff this morning. She's still, she's still, but it's a trip that we can just pull you up like this. It is. It is. I thought that this was actually not going to work. I was like, let's just try it. And then JC is like, yeah, I can hear you. I'm like, whoa. Okay, cool. Then if you guys ever need to put me on, I'm here. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's good to know and i'm just so sorry that you you got sick and i know this is your birthday weekend you probably were so excited about i know you went to olivia rodrigo on friday uh heads up if you're around steph on friday <laughs> just, i know the first thing when, the first thing i did when i got your text i was like oh boy i better take a test and i'm going back in my mind like how much interaction did she and i have and i'm like i gave her her gifts but you know what i never hugged her because I, I just was taking stuff in the studio and putting it down and running out and putting more stuff down and running out. And I never even hooked you that whole you, time. 
You know what? I thought about that too. I was like, I didn't hug you guys, thank God. But we were in a little proximity of each other. I was wearing a mask at Olivia Rodrigo, so that's cool. Yeah. Um, I, I started when I kind of started feeling the symptoms was actually at Olivia Rodrigo. I was bawling like she was just absolutely amazing. The 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 ground was shaking because everyone was just so into it, jumping up and down. And while I was crying, of course, you get kind of like a little runny nose. So I was like getting a runny nose, but this runny nose was just different it was like falling so I'm like oh. what is wrong with me my god I know I'm into the show but when I started getting the runny nose I was like okay so my body's feeling a little funky maybe it's the vodka maybe it's the crying <laughs> so you kind of like double think you think like okay maybe it's just me like in your head type of thing I go to bed and yeah I, I, I really thought it was the alcohol but nope it was COVID <laughs> oh you poor thing yeah I, I tested right away it came back negative I took one last night too just just in case I was like because sometimes it takes a while for things to kick in I was negative and so you know knock on wood hopefully uh that <laughs> we we didn't contract it but I just I'm glad you're okay and uh I just think it's so cool that we can still talk to you this morning isn't that a trip and I was the same way on Friday when I left here and not even thinking about COVID stuff but I left the studio on Friday saying to myself I didn't give Steph a birthday hug it just I'm like ah why I like I gave her the, her gift and say goodbye what a great show I'm like I didn't give her a hug oh okay oh well and then Saturday afternoon I was out and about when you guys started sending the messages about COVID and stuff and I looked down at my phone and the first thing I saw was Mercedes sent a picture of her test out to everyone and I thought it was a pregnancy test oh god I, like I opened up the message <laughs> I saw a bunch of messages and I saw that I'm like okay and then I saw someone had a praying emojis I'm like oh wait is someone pray what is what is this and then you go back and read everything like oh the opposite of a pregnancy test here we go yeah so well you. You know, it happens and it's definitely something that you got to be aware of. And, and I'm just like I said, I'm just so glad that you are OK and we'll definitely be keeping in contact with you throughout the morning. So hopefully not too much, though. I mean, I kind of feel bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know? Rest. Steph. Yeah. We're maybe so... we don't need you to come on. <laughs> no, you guys are good. If you need me, I'm here. Someone's coming I in. Be here. We have someone coming in and help out with the phones and everything. So, yeah, I do, I do feel bad knowing like Steph is just sitting there. For us. I know. When she's sick. I just feel like you should just go to bed. You know? <laughs> we're good. I, we're we're, we're going to be fine. And <laughs> I don't 10 a.m. hits, I'm going to bed. <laughs> okay. Oh, she's so sweet. Well, anyway, how are you doing this morning? I'm good. It was it was a uh, you know non-COVID, super nice weekend over here. It was uh, Friday night. was a low-key night for us. We stayed in um, on Friday night. And then Saturday night, we had, I talked about last week, friends of ours. We are engaged. The wedding is in September. They had an engagement party on Saturday night, so we did that, and that was just a real special time. Got to see some friends and families that we haven't seen in a while, so that was awesome on Saturday. And then Sunday, yesterday was just like a nice, relaxing day. Laura's heading off for a horse competition this week, so getting ready for that. It was it was a low-key, chill, nice weekend on my end. Well, that's good. Yeah, same here. It was just uh, it w my husband was working all weekend. As a matter of fact, he was he was working EDC, and he got home. I was already awake. And he had not gotten home yet. And so we crossed paths this morning. I'm like, you okay? He's like, oh, my gosh, that was amazing. <laughs> he just had the best time at EDC working out there this weekend. So, yeah, that was really cool. Uh, uh, big thing. And, and, and the traffic is already building up over there. Everyone's trying to get out. But what's surprising is there's still a ton of people there partying. So huge weekend for that this weekend. And, yeah, we'll catch you up on everything here in just a few minutes. But right now we are going to start things off with the pre-show. You pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. 
never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. This weekend's Saturday Night Live season finale was also the finale for four of its major players. Pete Davidson, Kate McKinnon, A.D. Bryant, and Kyle Mooney. Here is Pete Davidson talking about his original audition with Lauren Michaels back in the day. And then I remember when I auditioned for SNL, he looked me right in the eye and said, I don't think you're right for this show. So let's screw this up together. And that's exactly what we did. And that's why people who don't think I deserve this job shouldn't hate me since we have so much in common. Like, if anything, I should inspire hope, you know, like that literally anyone could be on Saturday Night Live. That's uh that was sad. I mean, it was it was pretty heartfelt there at the end. And then, um, yeah, just seeing him and, and some major players going, it's going to make you wonder how next season's going to be. Yeah. What's the next evolution of Saturday Night Live? Uh, Kate McKinnon, she did her, one of her alien abduction skits for her goodbye. And here's a little bit of that. And she was so choked up, and I was making me choke up. I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, she was, it, it hit her hard uh, when she was saying goodbye. It was really sweet. Big-time players right there stepping away. Yeah. Oh, look at listen to this one. So an F1 payday for Drake was not part of God's plan. Drake lost more than $230,000 when he bet that Formula One driver Charles Leclerc would win the Spanish Grand Prix. So Leclerc was leading the world championship when Drake placed that bet. So the guy was already in the lead. He jumps online, places the bet online, but he lost the lead Sunday afternoon after suffering an engine failure, and Drake lost his money. I saw his uh, picture of his uh, ticket, and uh-huh. I'm like, oh, my gosh, he put a lot of money on this, and I was kind of rooting for him because I just would hate to see anyone lose that amount oh. of money. I don't care who you are. Uh, but then I was like, oh, yikes. <laughs> if you're a celebrity and you're going to Photoshop your pictures, you better make sure it's flawless or else... There's some people on the internet that will point it out. And the latest celebrity to get busted is Britney Spears. She got called out on her latest nude post. It, it's kind of obvious if you look at it that she photoshopped it because one of those deals where she photoshopped it next to a door and the door has a weird bend to it, indicating that something was done to the photo. So people quickly pointed it out after she posted it over the weekend. What what um what apps are are they using? Just regular Photoshop? I'm curious. I'd like to use them. <laughs> like, what what are you guys using for that kind of stuff? Where you can like manipulate how your your body looks and your face looks? I'm like, what? I just know there's a, the one that one of our old coworkers used to use. And if you were in her picture, prepare to have your face completely smoothed out. Like, it was the worst. To the point where you look like a cartoon character. I was like, <laughs> I just, I don't want to be in a picture with this person because she is going to make me look crazy with her Photoshop editing skills. It's terrible. You could, with her, you could be in the, like, not even in the photo, oh. but like 10 feet in the background and it's still going to get your face. I remember there was a picture we had like a pet in it for some reason. It was a coworker, myself, someone else, and a pet. And the thing like smoothed the dog's face over. It's like this app is way too much. It was just obnoxious like really really bad uh number one movie box office over the weekend dr strange 2 topped the box office for a third straight week did you watch any movies this weekend i did not watch any movies but i watched a bunch of shows there's a a k drama that my daughter and i are watching called your blues and we watched a bunch of episodes of that it was so good i finally started the second season of bridgerton and I love it. I, I, I'm i not done with it, but it was so good what I saw. And then 
I finally took your guys' advice and watched uh, last week's episode of This Is Us, Ugh. and I kind of wish I didn't. Right. <laughs> like, I was just a blubbering mess of my couch, like, so upset. You need a good cry. You need that oh. release. Watch. And that's not even the, the series finale. That airs this week. It's mixed. You cut out a to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1629. And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and JC. Good morning and welcome to the show. It is Monday, May 23rd, 6.01. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Hopefully you had a great weekend. Here we are, back again. How you doing this morning? I'm good, I'm good. I sent Mercedes a note about this yesterday. I was thinking about you. I was uh, on satellite radio, and uh, they have a K-pop station. So I said, you don't to listen to this K-pop station. And there were three artists that stood out to me. Are you familiar with Seventeen? Yes, they're very popular right now. Seventeen was one. Gian Somi? XOXO was another song? Um, I'm not familiar with that one. And then Itzy. Itzy is huge. Itzy is huge. Not they're shy. Gi- they're gigantic. Itzy, it, like, that's one of my daughter's favorite groups. Oh, Itzy is? She loves Itzy and Red Velvet. Those are her two favorites. I love the sound of Itzy. And I was making notes on my phone as, as I'm hearing these songs so I can bring them up to you. Itzy kept autocorrecting to Itchy. Like, no, it's Itzy. Yeah. Itzy, Itzy. Come on, phone. It's it, Itzy. Itzy is absolutely huge. Well, her favorite is Twice. I take that back. She loves Twice. But then Red Velvet is a. Uh, well, I think uh, they're all her favorites. Uh-huh. That's all she listens to <laughs> is uh, K-pop pretty much. So that I told her you when you sent me the text, I was like, hey, JC was listening to K-pop. And she's like, what was he listening to? And I said, I mentioned 17. Did you put Itzy in there? I didn't see Itzy. No, no, I just mentioned the 17. Okay, because yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for <laughs> sure she would have made a comment on that. And and uh, I go, he likes 17. She goes, hmm. Yeah, I could see him liking 17. And I don't even know what she meant by that, but that's what she said. <laughs> she thought about it. She goes, hmm. Yeah, I could see him liking that group. I was like, okay, well, whatever that means, but <laughs> just wanted to let you know. <laughs> I was listening to them and they said, oh, there's the K-pop station. You know what? I, I'm going to give myself some K-pop. And that was what I was listening to pretty much Sunday afternoon. Anytime I was in the car was the K-pop station. Yeah, so. there's uh, there's some big things in that world coming out. There's, um, there's a big drama in the K-pop world uh, going on right now that a lot of people are thinking... Uh, it's it's really long, and I'm sure the people don't that don't listen to K-pop don't really care. But but it's drama, so let's hear it. So there's a new group that a company called Hybe put out, an all girl group called La Seraphin, and they just debuted a few weeks ago. And when they debuted, allegations of one of the members came out. It's all girl group um, that she was such a bully, like the worst bully, to the point where um, her victim attempted suicide like she was an awful awful person so this is these are the allegations so the company that put the group together was like no that we we, you know we stand by her but then more and more evidence came out about it so now uh everyone's like kick her out of the group this should not be tolerated like k-pop fans they do they will come after you if you are you know if, if you hurt someone and so everybody wants her to get kicked out well, this company um, allegedly uh, is planting other stories to divert attention away from it. Oh and they posted gosh. one about one of the members of Blackpink dating one of the members of BTS. They're saying that the company planted this. So everyone's focused on that. Like, oh, my gosh. 
But the fans are not even budging. They're like, this is all a tactic to get us to not pay attention to what's going on with La Seraphim. So don't pay attention to, to any of those rumors. So it's just, yeah, there's a lot of drama going on with that. That is so interesting, to be yeah, honest. I yeah. would love to dive deeper on that story. you, you got to go into it. And it's just funny just reading some of the tweets. The fans are not even falling for it. It's so funny. But the, the rumor is that it's Jenny from Blackpink and V from BTS were seen in a car together in, um, on a vacation. And everyone's saying that photo is photoshopped. That's not them. He was in the car with J-Hope and someone put Jenny's face on J-Hope. Like, it's just a whole thing. But the right whole thing now. goes back to this company that started this girl group that has the bully is making up these stories as a, hey, look at the shiny that's penny the, over here. That's the allegation. Wow. And, and, they, and, and fans are like, Poor Jenny from Blackpink. When she's always a scapegoat. Whenever they try to divert something, they plant a story about oh, this girl, really? this poor girl. <laughs> and so, yeah, that's the whole drama last, last or this weekend. We we've kind of been following it. It's pretty funny. That's the one thing I have noticed. For you talking about K-pop and fans and interactions and watching when Sophie was out there live that morning trying to buy merchandise. The K stands for kindness. They seem like the kindest fans out there. They are, but they're very protective of the people they love. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about today's show. Coming up here in about 15 minutes, tickets for you to see Sebastian Maniscalco Encore Theater this weekend, Memorial Day weekend. We've got your tickets in about 15 minutes with Heads Up. And also this morning, it's Monday. It's Beat Mercedes on this Minden Monday. Your chance to win a $1,200 diamond pendant from Mike Lee Mandon Diamond Jewelers. Can you identify a song faster than Mercedes? Happens at 7 a.m. Always like to get your feel your pulse. How are you feeling this morning about as far as identifying songs? I'm feeling pretty good. I mean, you, you know, it's it's up and down. It just really depends on what the judges selected for their song. That's what it hinges on. So mm-hmm. how are you feeling this morning should be the better question. <laughs> the committee got together and uh, we threw some songs out. We came to a decision on uh, on a song and it's, oh, and it's ready to go. Well, it I'm excited. ready to go. <laughs> so that's coming up at 7 o'clock. And up next is What's Trending. And coming up, Harry Styles, uh, Idol, takes a jab at him. When it comes to wedding, third time is a charm for this couple. And you've heard of Hot Pockets, but have you heard of Cold Pockets? We'll tell you all about it coming up next in What's Trending. On your radio. I love it. Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. In about five minutes, we're doing a heads up. When you win it, you get those tickets to go see Sebastian Maniscalco. Mercedes in the mornings, what's trending Woo! on Mix 94.1? Okay, well, there's a lot trending this morning, including Harry Styles and Mick Jagger. So hi- Harry Styles' highly anticipated third album, Harry's House, came out on Friday. Styles has openly called Mick Jagger just a big influence on his music, his style, And the Rolling Stones lead vocalist had some interesting comments on that during a recent interview. He said that he has, quote unquote, an easy relationship with Harry. But then he took some subtle jabs at him saying, I mean, I used to wear a lot more eye makeup than him. Come on. I was much more androgynous and he doesn't have a voice like mine or move on stage like me. He just has a superficial resemblance to my younger self, which is fine. He can't help that. Was that jabs or was that facts? Um, I don't think it was jabs until you said the word superficial. For some reason, it felt like a jab after you dropped that line superficial in there. Yeah, he went. He went on to say he goes. Um, he got it going. He's got it going on. 
I know he comes to see me in lots of shows, and yeah, I can see the influence, but I don't say anything to him. I just tell him he looks nice. I like him. He's very decent. He is this guy. Uh, he's all right. I don't know. I just feel like it was kind of like, meh. You're this, you're this idol to, you know, the inspiration to this huge artist. And you're like, ah, yeah, it's superficial, you know, whatever. Yeah, he, he just has this superficial resemblance to my younger self. It just like it's, he's just he's just faking it to be like me. He's not the real deal. That's yeah. how I read that line. Yeah, I was kind of I was kind of bummed out for Harry. I'm like. Don't let Harry read this, guys. Don't let him get a copy of this article. It'll break his heart, you know? Have you ever described someone you know as very decent? Like, oh, yeah, he's a he's a very decent person. I think I have, actually. Like, oh, yeah, I've met her. She's decent. <laughs> mm. But I meant it more as like a... Mm. Yeah, yeah, she'll pass. She's decent. Mm. <laughs> so that is trending this morning. Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker are trending again this morning. Hopefully this will be their last wedding that we have to report. There's another couple. one? They had another one over the weekend. Another. This is number three, okay? The two had their wedding ceremony at the Dolce & Gabbana estate in Portofino, Italy, even though they were already officially married, married. So they had the fake one here in Vegas. Then they had the one with the license in California. And then this was the big wedding in Italy. The attire, pretty traditional. Travis wore a black tux. Courtney wore white, although her her gown was basically a, a mini dress with a long train. The bridesmaids were her daughter, Penelope Disick, and Travis's daughters, Alabama Barker and Atiana De La Hoya. Courtney's sisters and her mom were there, along with Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox. Travis's Blink-182 bandmate, Mark Hoppus, was there. So, yeah, if you're counting, that was number three and hopefully the last one. That's a lot of traveling if you're just a family member. Well, we got to go to, okay, the wedding in California. Oh, no, going to Italy now for this one. Okay, let me get my suit and fly over there for you guys. If I have a, an unlimited budget and someone says you're going to Italy to stay at the Dolce & Gabbana estate, I'm like, when do I leave? <laughs> Sign me up. I'm I'm there. Uh, and then finally this morning, Deli Witch is trending. So you've heard of Hot Pockets, right? Mm, oh, yeah. Well, now there's Cold Pockets. Essentially, they're, they're not officially called Cold Pockets, but the company that makes Hot Pockets has created a new item called Deli Witches. And they're basically Cold Pockets. They're thaw and eat sandwiches. So... As the name suggests, they don't require any kind of heat. The idea is to take your deli witch out of the freezer in the morning. It's like a frozen sandwich. And then by the time you eat it, it'll it'll have thawed. You They say let it thaw for two to four hours. Then you can have it for lunch. So a cold pocket, right? Pepperoni and mozzarella are some of the um, flavors. You've got cheddar and ham, turkey and Colby, and cheese melt on a soft roll. Hot Pocket says Deli Witch offers an easy, great-tasting lunchbox option that stays fresher longer and is already always ready to enjoy by the time lunch rolls around. I love this because when we were kids, our, you know, our parents would make us a sandwich, put it in a brown bag or the lunchbox. I would have an egg salad sandwich every morning. My mom would make it at, what, 6, 7 a.m.? It wouldn't be frozen. By the time I would eat it at noon, it'd be room, room temperature. temperature yeah. With like eggs and mayonnaise, <laughs> or I'd have tuna fish with mayo in there as room temperature, and I ate it. How I did not get food poisoning, <laughs> I don't know. So I'm all aboard with this yeah. deli witch, and that is what's trending. <laughs> Here we go. Time for Heads Up. We want caller 20, 702. 
364-9400. That's our number. You're caller 20. You're playing, and we got a cool prize. Yeah, we do. We have a pair of tickets for you to check out Sebastian Maniscalco. He's going to be at the Encore Theater at Encore Las Vegas on May 28th. If you want to go, just be caller 20 right now. You get to pick your category. You get to pick your partner. And if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you're going to win. Caller 20 win, uh, gets to play. 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1. All right. Let's get our contestant on the line. Ariana, good morning. You're caller 20. Hi, good morning. How are you? We are so good. Congratulations. Let's make you a winner this morning. We have the Sebastian Maniscalco tickets to give away. He is so funny. Your categories to choose from this morning are solitaire, tree hugger, pizza dough, top gun, or red strawberries. Um, I'll do uh, pizza dough. Pizza dough, it is. Okay, National Pizza Party Day was Friday. So these are all different things you might put on your pizza as a topping, okay? Okay. Who do you want to pick as your partner this morning? Um, I'll, tr- I'll choose uh, you, Mercedes. Okay. All right, Ariana, 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct. You're going to see Sebastian Maniscalco. Ladies, you start now. This is a salty meat. You might make a sandwich out of it from a pig. Um uh, ham? Yes. This is um, Popeye eats this. It makes him strong. It's green. Uh, peppers? Or- no. Um, it, it's, it's, you might have it in a salad or it. it you might- oh, uh, spinach? Yes. This is, um, this is a, a, a seasoning. Um, it could be either fresh or dried. Like it's a leaf. Just a, oregano? No, the other one. Um, let's pass on that one. Um, sometimes people yeah. eat these and they hallucinate. Um, <laughs> uh, sure. Yes, this is a, the type of cheese you use. It's white. Parmesan? No, it's the the one that melts. Um, you Are might. Mozzarella? Yes, this is. You might have this uh, meat as Ten your seconds. breakfast with eggs. A sausage. No, the other one. Oh, um. Oh, no. It was bacon. I'm so sorry. Oh, sorry. It's okay. Thank you. No, don't hang up. Don't hang up. We're going to make sure that we get you a a consolation prize just for trying, Ariana. I'm so sorry. Oh, and then. The leaf was a basil leaf. I, oh, yeah. I'm not on my game this morning, apparently. Uh, it's er- it's early. It's it early. Is. Oh, I'm so sorry, Ariana. That means Caller 20 right now, though. You're going to win. Caller 20 gets these tickets to see Sebastian Maniscalco over at the Encore Theater. It's going to be a good show. 702-364-9400. Hey. Mix 94.1. It is Monday morning. Thank you guys for joining us. 636 I was so sure that I would be completely fine this weekend when I sat down to do this, and I couldn't have been more wrong. I finally, upon all of your recommendations, and yours included, JC, watched last week's episode of This Is Us. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. So I haven't been watching the show for the last, I'd say... At least one season, maybe even two. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think I was with you, JC. I kind of uh, fell off of it when the pandemic first started. Um, I just, 
I don't know. The storylines were confusing me a bit. I just, I had other shows I started watching and it just kind of fell by the wayside for me. And I, there was really nothing that turned me off of it. I just kind of forgot about it. Same, same. It was 2020 that season came back. And I think when it came out, we were just, things were just starting to open up here in real life and getting out to be able to do a couple things with social distancing and 50% occupancy, whatever. And This Is Us was just starting to tackle the pandemic. And I started watching. I'm like, I, I just live this. I don't need to watch it over again. We're living this now. And that's why I stepped away. Only to come back to last week's episode. Yeah, it was uh, it was one of those things where I was just like, should I watch it? Everyone was talking about it. So it was on the DVR and I'm like, well, I, you know, I'm not doing anything right now. Let's sit down and watch it. And within the first three minutes of it starting, three minutes, I I could feel my lips starting to quiver. And I'm like, oh, no. Please don't let this be get as bad as this. Like, let this be it. And as the episode, and we're not going to spoil anything, as the episode kept going, I was just, it, I, I kept getting worse and worse um, to the point where I was sobbing like loudly and uh, full on ugly cry, tears streaming down my face on my couch on Saturday morning. That was a rough one for me. Is there is there something that you watched or you listened to? that just completely destroyed you what and what was it 702-364-9400 that was one of those things that i just was an absolute mess after i watched it while i was watching it oh yeah okay and if you stepped away from this is us i feel like you could just step right back into that episode and pick up on things because i did have to google a couple did you really because there was a couple of things i was confused on i'm like some of the characters who's this person (laughs) And then what happened to this person? Where is this person? They're just not there anymore. And then I Google. I'm like, oh, oh, gosh. Okay. Yeah. So I did have to Google a couple of things. I I watched it uh, last Wednesday. Everyone was talking about it Wednesday morning. So I watched it last Wednesday or Thursday night, I think. And then my wife, Laura, was out of town. She wanted to watch it Friday night. So I watched it twice. It hit me hard the first time. It still hit me the second time. And then when I watched it the second time, there are little nuances and things in round that were placed on the show that I didn't see the first time. Yeah. That got me even more because I didn't notice some stuff like, whoa, look at that. See that in the background? I didn't see it the first time. And that tugged at some of the strings even more. At the bar? The bar. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I noticed yeah. those things. I was like, wait. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, even the first scene, if you go back and watch it, the very first scene that uh, we're encountering, there's stuff on the walls mm-hmm. to indicate flashback stuff. I don't want to, again, no spoilers, but if you go back and watch it, there's stuff on the walls that, that indicate of a childhood. that take you back to a childhood if you look at the stuff on the wall, oh. which is where that story kind of starts. Yeah, it, it really does. What what a well-done show. For me, I think it really, it really affected me because, and, you know, I don't think it's a big surprise that this is the end of the show and, you know, what's going on it, it, with Rebecca reaching the end of her mm-hmm. life. That's, that's basically it. And... It, 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 I was, I found myself being taken back to my father's final moments and, and they have, you know, Rebecca is there and she's surrounded by her family and people, you know, are telling her what she meant to her, to them. And, and I just remember being in that exact same situation. And I think that's why I was really, really affected by it. I'd like, I don't want to use the word traumatized, but I just I felt myself transported back to when um, 
the hospital told us that there was nothing more that they could do for my father. He he had brain cancer. Um, and they said, we just suggest that you either take him home and let him rest comfortably in his home or hospice would be a, a, the only two options that we, we can see at this point. So we decided we just wanted to bring my dad back home with us. And so we, we set up everything um, downstairs in our living room because we couldn't get him upstairs to the bedroom. And, you know, we had a bed brought in. And at one point, the hospice nurse told us, I think this is this is going to be it. And, you know, he's just there's there's signs that says that the body is shutting down. And I we each took our turns by ourselves with him and like now I'm getting all emotional but um watching that episode just took me back to that moment and me wondering like can he even hear me does he know what I'm saying is this sinking in is he is he aware of what's happening right now and I'm watching this episode and I'm like oh my gosh maybe he did hear me mm-hmm. like it did offer some comfort but then, you know, the rational side of me is like, it's a TV show. It's their interpretation of it. <laughs> but I think, they had a, I think they had a brilliant interpretation of it. I yeah. really do. And, if, and, it, and it, it, I think that people that don't want spoilers turned away by now. I'm not going to spoil anything. But there's a scene with, um, who's Randall's wife? Um, uh, Beth? Beth. Beth. When Beth is talking to her and, and, and uh, she does something that just shows how she can hear her. Just like her mannerisms, uh, with Rebecca's mannerisms change. All of a sudden they change. You can see like she's now registering Beth talking to her and that's and that moment for me was like wow is is that what it's really going to be like and if so that's in my mind it's comforting knowing that you're hearing these 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 final words from your loved ones yeah that was comforting to me too but it, it, it at the same time it was highly emotional I could imagine, I like, because that's, oh that's, man you, you're just reliving everything you did with your father by watching this episode and i'm sure a lot of people yeah. you know felt that too even if you didn't go through that with a loved one it was i don't know if you were able to get through that episode without shedding a tear just thinking about it i'm getting choked up like oh my gosh um but yeah i can't imagine what is in store for the actual finale tomorrow what are they going to do this week what do you oh think oh my gosh and, i don't know and um who plays jack vito what's his name milo milo Vito. i watched an interview with him last week and he said a lot of these scenes that you're seeing were filmed a couple years ago they filmed stuff knowing how they were going to wrap up the show so some of the stuff you see that we saw this past episode and we're going to see this week they shot a couple years ago, and they won't see it until the final episode airs like everyone else. Yeah, it's just crazy. So many texts and calls. Uh, Hachi, a dog's, a dog's tail is something that I have not watched that. If it has to do with dogs, I'm highly sensitive <laughs> to that also. Um, the Notebook. This one says the movie Remember Me with Robert, Robert Pattinson got me. I never saw that. Maybe that's a good cry movie. Still Magnolias. Oh, and... When a main when Derek Shepard in Grey's Anatomy, oh my gosh! Oh, there are like three or four Grey's Anatomy deaths. Oh, I th- every Grey's Anatomy, I was upset. Do you remember George in the bus? <laughs> oh my god! Oh. oh my gosh! Oh. It's Monday. Why are we doing this to ourselves? Let's turn things around with some happiness. And coming up at seven a.m., it's Beat Mercedes on this Minden Monday. Your chance to win a twelve hundred dollar diamond pendant from Michael Mended Diamond Jewelers. If you can identify a song faster than Mercedes. Nothing would make me smile more than someone beating me this morning. I'm not joking. That would that would make me so happy to see someone walk away with that $1,200 diamond pendant. That happens at 7. Before that, we have the hot three. What do you have for us? Major recall of something that could be in your pantry right now. We're going to talk about that. Also, 
teenagers that are working in this field are making bank. We'll tell you what it is. And um, you know how at the end of the school year, a lot of uh, athletes sign their letters of intent if they're going to go play sports at a, a, a university? Well, one high school student signed a letter in, of intent for something else, and it could become the new trend. We'll tell you what it is coming up next in the Hot 3. More Mercedes and... Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning, beat Mercedes on this Minden Monday in about five, seven minutes here. Your chance to win a $1,200 diamond pendant from Michael E. Menden Diamond Jewelers. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. The Hot 3, it's brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less speed. Jif is recalling some of their peanut butter because of a salmonella outbreak that has caused at least 14 people in 12 states to get sick. Now, the recall includes creamy, crunchy, and reduced-fat peanut butters products with the lock codes 1274425 through 2140425 are affected. On jars of peanut butter, the codes are typically found on the back under the best-used-by label. However, the recall affects all GIF products with those codes, and the FDA website has a complete list. Um, the voluntary recall is nationwide. There's cases reported in Arkansas, Georgia, Illinois, Missouri, uh, not Nevada yet, thankfully, but uh, two of the cases required hospitalization. Ooh. So keep that in mind. My my aunt sent us like a group text to literally our entire family, like cousins mm-hmm. that I, whose numbers I don't even have on my phone telling us about this. Apparently, she found two jars of it in her pantry. Did so she, she really? Yeah, so she was like, you guys, please look. And I was like, ah. Oh. We get Skippy, but (laughs) (laughs) thank you. I get all natural, vegan, organic. (laughs) Sorry about your GIF. (laughs) (laughs) Mine's uh, what's the the, the brand that sprouts Amy's or Jeff's or something? I don't know some organic stuff. I like I I get the natural peanut butter. It's actually I get the natural almond butter sometimes. (laughs) Uh, but the consistency sucks. Let's be honest. Oh, the, the oil forms up top. Oh, you gotta mix it around every time. It's garbage. It's garbage. That, that's what I eat. But my kids, we they get the skippy, and every once in a while, like after dinner, if I'm craving something sweet, I'll just go in there with a spoon and just grab the biggest spoonful. And that's like I'll just sit there and savor that spoonful of peanut butter for like a half hour. It's so good. Why is that the biggest treat? I don't know. That is so delicious. We do the same thing in our house. Oh, Start sucking on that thing. I just, uh, yeah. And I just like leave it in my mouth and just let it melt in my mouth. It's so amazing. (laughs) Um, Also this morning, demand for part-time childcare is exploding as the pandemic eases and parents return to offices and go on date nights again. That surge in demand combined with the labor shortage created the best job market for teens in years and it has given babysitters the chance to massively hike their rates uh the child care marketplace care.com says babysitters now charge more than 18 dollars an hour on average which is up from 14 dollars in 2020 some teens say that they've bumped their rates as high as $35 an hour. And parents desperate for childcare are also offering enhanced perks like letting teenage babysitters take what they want from the fridge. Uh, That should have been a perk before. Like, you should have access to the refrigerator if Feed you're the them. babysitter. 
feed yourself too. Yeah. I used to love babysitting the neighbors across the street from us because they always had Klondike bars. And my parents never bought those. So the first thing I do when the kids went to sleep, do they have Klondike bars? I was like, yes. But let's go back to your, as soon as you said this wage, your story of the first time you babysat and what you were paid. That's where I started to laugh over here. Oh, child labor. I tell you, I didn't know what to charge. So she's like, what do you charge? And I'm like, a dollar an hour. <laughs> Sign I mean, me like, I'm less than the minimum wage. <laughs> what was I thinking? I had no idea. I was 12 years old. And she's like, a dollar an hour? And, and lady took advantage of it. She tried to act all night. She goes, per child? And I was like, yeah, yeah, per child. So essentially, I made $2 an hour. And I was just like, I look back now, and I'm like, she had no problem with that. Like, she had no problem Taking my uh, taking my childhood away from me by only paying me two dollars an hour. This seems it's this this seems very odd reading this, but it's according to Google. The minimum when the minimum wage was a dollar an hour was back in nineteen sixty seven. Oh my gosh! Yeah, <laughs> I, I, trust me, I was not babies. I was you, I didn't even exist in nineteen sixty seven. You were not even your parents weren't even thinking of you in nineteen sixty seven. I don't even think they, they weren't even married. They hadn't even met. <laughs> like that, that's a thing. Did this parent call the other parents in the neighborhood? All of a sudden, everyone's calling your house. Like, yeah. hey, is Mercedes available? Yeah. I heard she does great babysitting I services. I was the most popular babysitter yeah. in the neighborhood because I was so cheap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Finally, this morning, um, it's graduation season, and a high school student in Kentucky named Jacob Bradley signed a letter of intent last week, but it has nothing to do with athletic or academic scholarship. He isn't even going to college. He signed a letter of intent. To accept a full-time job as a plumber. Skilled trade jobs are in high demand right now. And apparently Jacob and a plumbing company called Fastlow wanted to make it official now just before he graduates. Now, it's unclear if this letter of intent has any real significance like an athletic scholarship can. It sounds like it's probably just meant to highlight the importance of having people pursue careers in skilled trades, which is very important. The school says that this signing day thing is new to them, at least for signing with companies, but they would like to continue doing it. By the way, the job is not a surprise for Jacob. He actually found out about Fastlow through a school event, and he's already been getting experience with them through a co-op program that's offered at his school. I think that's awesome. So plumbers, electricians, I mean, that is a skill. You're, you're, you're saints and angels. You have a leak in your house, you call that plumber? They're heroes when they come in and fix that leak. Oh, man. Uh, this weekend, yesterday afternoon, my husband went in the garage for something, and he noticed there was, like, this random wire hanging uh, by my garage door, we have two separate garage doors, and he looks, and the thing snapped. Like uh, I didn't even realize. Well, I came home from the grocery sh- store, shut the garage, and it must have snapped in, and I didn't know it. So it was, uh, your garage, it, the the spring snapped. I'm like, oh no. So I'm like, how am I gonna get to work tomorrow? And he's like, well, let's lift it up, pull out your car, leave it in the driveway, and then we'll try to get it fixed. And the garage door company. Like we've used them several times. And so I called and left them a message. They haven't come yet, but they're like, I don't know how they can fix that. So with it was such ease, like there's so much skill and talent that comes to doing some of these jobs. It's just crazy. Even the springs they have to replace and everything. Yeah. All that stuff. It's, it's, it's an art. Yeah. It's a gift is what it is. 
Do you have the gift to beat Mercedes on this Minden Monday? Here's your chance to win a $1,200 diamond pendant from Mike Lee Menden Diamond Jewelers if you can identify a song faster than Mercedes. I have been doing very well. Are you kidding me? You're on fire. But there's going to be an end to this. And I'd love for that end to be today. That would be fantastic if someone walked away with a $1,200 diamond pendant from Mike Lee Menden Diamond Jewelers. Oh, my gosh. It's just, uh, I, I'm just pretty good at it. I'll just warn you. Do you want to do a test run if Steph is still there? S- Steph? Hey, can you guys hear me? Yeah, Steph yeah. is at home. Our poor Steph has COVID mm. and is at home. But you sound great, and I feel <sighs> terrible making you work. I Well, we're not making you work. You said you wanted to work. But... I do, I do. I want to make sure this, this show goes smoothly still, yes. <laughs> right, do you want to play? Do you want to play a quick round here? Uh, sure. Okay. Uh, so you can hear? You can hear okay? Uh, I might need, like, some test audio to see if I can hear. You'll, you'll be able to hear. Okay, well, uh, I'm going to okay. turn my audio okay. off. Okay, you step so. away, Mercedes. Hold on one second. Mercedes is stepping away. All right, Steph, you ready? I think so. I'm going to start playing a song. As soon as you know it, you say, got it, and you have five seconds. You can't, you can't delay. You immediately Ugh. have to identify artist and title correctly. And you've got a max of 20 seconds to use. If we get past the 20 seconds, and this applies to the contestant as well. If this gets past the 20 seconds, timer stops. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm going to start the song. Which song? Okay, I'm going to start the song. Oh, boy. Now. Um. Oh, oh, oh. Got it. Go ahead. Okay, it's Bon Jovi. Mm Mm-hmm. Dead or alive. You are correct. You did it in 10.8 seconds. Woo-hoo-hoo! Not bad, but not good enough for Mercedes. No. I'll tell you that much. Let, yeah. me, let me flag her in here. Here we go. Get her uh, dialed back in here. Hello. Hey, all right. You ready for your test run? Yes. I'm going to start mm-hmm. the song. As soon as you know it, you say, got it. And you have, you have five seconds to give her the, the answer. Okay, Mercedes? Okay. And you start now. Got it. Go on. Oh. Wanted Dead or Alive by Bon Jovi. You are correct. And you <sighs> you did it. You did it in 4.2 seconds. Old COVID step over there did it in 10.8 seconds. Oh. <laughs> wait. So is the the song is it Dead or Alive or Wanted Dead or Alive? Oh, wait. What did you say, Mercedes? Wanted Dead or Alive. Yeah, what did you say, Steph? I said just dead or alive. Oh, yeah, Steph, you lost. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, I thought, I thought you got me. I was like, is it not wanted, dead or alive? It's Yeah, it's wanted, dead or alive. That was a great example. It has to be spot on. You got yeah. to be verbatim. So you just said dead or alive. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay, okay, okay. It's okay. the COVID brain. She wasn't just... <laughs> well, you didn't catch it, so... I know. <laughs> Have you tested yourself Man, this morning? Man, I better retest this morning. <laughs> All right, Steph, I'm gonna, uh, we're going to let you go here, and we're looking for... Caller 20 right now at 702-364-9400. You're Caller 20. You're playing Beat Mercedes. It's Mix 94.1. It's Mix 94.1, Monday. So that means it is Minden Mondays where we, or you rather, try to beat Mercedes. And we have our contestant on the line. Hello, Abby. Hi. How are you doing this morning? I'm getting nervous now, but I'm <laughs> Oh, don't be nervous. I feel like if you just chill, just relax, 
you're going to be able to hear this song quickly and you will be able to beat me. $1,200 diamond pendant up for grabs this morning. So I'm stepping away. JC is going to jump on here and uh, good luck. Okay. 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 All right. Bye, everybody. I'm watching Mercedes. She's taking off her headphones. Headphones are clear. And hey, Abby, how, how was your weekend? How are you doing this morning? Oh, we just celebrated our 22nd anniversary, so I'm still in recovery mode, but we had a great weekend. That's awesome. Well, happy anniversary. 22 years. That's spectacular. And ma- imagine winning a $1,200 diamond pendant from Mike Lee Mendon Diamond Jewelers. You can celebrate your anniversary even more this week. Yay. Okay, so I'm going to give you some test audio. This is not the song. I just want to make sure you can hear everything okay. So I'm going to play some audio. Okay. Let me know you can hear this audio just, just fine. Here's the audio. Can you hear that? Yeah. Okay, perfect. Awesome. So the phones are working. So the next audio I play will be the song. I'm going to start the song. Soon as you know it, say, got it. And you have to give us correctly the artist and title of song, okay? Yeah. I'm going to hit reset on the clock here. And you start now. We went past the 22nd max. I have no idea. We went past the 22nd max. Oh, no. I have no idea what that song is. Um, I'm going to tell you what it is. Mercedes can't see me. I'm covering my mouth. It's Foo Fighters Everlong. Foo Fighters Everlong was the song. I've never gotten that. Oh, that's a hard one. But I'm going to act like really excited because she's looking at her right now like you want. So that we can throw her for a loop. And she's looking at me now. And this is going to be good. Okay, Abby, hold on one second. I'll come back to you in a second, okay? Okay. Okay, I'm sorry. Hold on one second. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm nervous. I know you weren't listening. Abby celebrated her 22nd wedding anniversary over the weekend. Oh my gosh. Congratulations, mm, so she has, Abby. She has a lot of momentum going on her side. I have a feeling, and I'm looking at your reaction, unless you're a good actor. We'll find I out. have a feeling that. Uh, Today may be the end of my streak. <laughs> oh, gosh. Like, I kind of hope so. I kind of hope so. All right, you ready? I'm going to start here in a second. Okay, yes. Starts now. Got it. Foo Fighters, Everlong. Mercedes, you are correct. And you identified it in 2.7 seconds. Whereas Abby, she went over 20 seconds. She couldn't get it. So, Mercedes, oh. you win again. Why are you all smiles and clapping over there? I was like, oh, my God. Abby, um, happy anniversary. I'm so Thank sorry you. that you weren't able to get that one. That, that's a tough one. The only, the, I feel like I kind of know that because my husband was listening to Foo Fighters all weekend um, when he was at home. So that was kind of on my brain. Um, thank you for trying, Abby. That means... Thirteen hundred dollars? Yes. Are we talking a thirteen hundred dollar diamond pendant now? <laughs> it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Um, I wonder if Michael Minden is like, huh. Oh. You know he's got to be listening every Monday. So thank you so much, Michael. He's, again, he like, he's on the floor. Oh, I didn't agree to this. Uh, I. <laughs>
<laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, no, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry because I just am so excited for when that d- person does win it. This is going to be really cool. Yes. So. And you're good, and, it, and it's entertaining just to play along. I'm sure people, so many people come up and say they love this just to play along in the car to see if they can get it faster than you, and not many people have come up and said, actually, no one has come up to me and said they got it faster than you. I had someone say, oh, you know what? It was, uh, we were it was the Friday Rewind quiz. They got that faster oh, than me. And okay. I, I was like, good for you. You should try me Mercedes. <laughs> we'll do this again next Monday. It's Mix 94.1. Listen to We Never Gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Check this out. In his upcoming interview on David Letterman's Netflix show, Will Smith says he had a drug-induced vision of losing his money, his home, and his career This interview was taped before the Oscars. Will says he's never done drugs, but got into ayahuasca, which is a psychoactive brew that's been taken for over a thousand years and was first discovered amongst tribes in the Amazon basin. Will said he did 14 ayahuasca journeys. Oh my gosh. Right? Whoa. That's a lot. I would be, I've looked I've looked into that and I I've watched them happen like when people are under the influence and I'm like, "Nope, I'm good. Mm. I'm too scared. I I I do not have the uh, courage to do something like that. 14 days. 14 times and one of which was the most hellish psychological experience of my life and that was the one I think where he had the vision of losing everything and Look what happened at the Oscars. Not that he lost his home and his money, but, man, his career certainly took a hit after the Oscars. Yeah, for sure. Would you do it? Ayahuasca, because I thought about it, too. But I, I'm scared of this, the the bad trip. Like, I've heard of some good journeys, discovering things about yourself and finding peace and everything else. But I heard of people getting sick. These kinds of journeys, which is just, like, psychedelic trips nonstop. Yeah, th- I mean, I don't like not having control over myself. Mm-hmm. And so it's probably not the best thing for me, but I'm definitely intrigued by it. There's just there's just no way I would I I am too scared to do something like that. You got to find the right shaman too. Yeah. I'll find some probably some budget shaman will take me on a bad trip. <laughs> uh Billie Eilish is also on Letterman's new Netflix special and she talks about living with Tourette's syndrome and here is some of Billie talking about coming to terms and living with Tourette's. It's not like I like it, but I feel like it's like my my my. You have to make friends with it. Yeah. You have to make friends. With I have it. Yeah. yes, I have made friends with it, and yeah. so now wow. I'm pretty like confident in it. When you're performing, does that happen? No. That's interesting. When I'm moving around, I'm not even picking at all. I wasn't aware that she had Tourette's. I did not know that either. Yeah, that that was news to me. Now I do not know this name, but I'm gonna I'm gonna quiz you. The name Noah Thompson. Do you know who Noah Thompson is? Uh, it sounds familiar. Noah Thompson. Give Noah Thompson a backstory if you don't know who Noah Thompson is. Noah Thompson, he was the uh, child in um, the Mighty Ducks that played the right wing. He was uh, he was a great child actor, and he's grown up, and now he works for Charles Schwab. He is a financial advisor for Charles Schwab. You were on point until you mentioned the Charles Schwab. He, he went on to win American Idol this oh, season. Season 20 winner of Noah American Idol. Thompson. Okay, sorry. I mixed them up. <laughs> a very common name. Very common name. <laughs> Noah yeah, Thompson. I did not. I don't watch American Idol. I'm so sorry, Noah Thompson. <laughs> He's the big winner. Noah Thompson won season 20 of American Idol. I thought this year, this one was a trip. Halsey has called out her record label in a new post on TikTok. She says, basically, I have a song that I love and I want to release ASAP, but my record label won't let me. She says this while the song is kind of playing in the background. Halsey adds, I've been in this industry for eight years and I've sold over 165 million records. And my record company is saying I can't release the song 
unless they can make a fake viral moment on TikTok. She finished by saying everything is marketing and they are doing this to every artist these days. I just want to release music and I and I deserve better. So they're saying, she's saying her record label said you got to do some kind of stunt to draw attention to yourself. Wow, that is messed up. Which her telling the truth is kind of bringing attention to her to her right now. So maybe it's the right time to that, release the, that'll the new song. That'll be a viral moment. I believe she's on Capitol Records, if I'm not mistaken. <clears throat> have you? Is there anything new in the music world that we should be uh, have our ears out for that you've heard? I heard a new song last week. We had a special listening. I, I don't think I'm allowed to say, but it's a collab with a very famous DJ and a very famous singer that should be out soon i don't think they've announced it but Ooh. yeah i heard it it was re- it was good it was good i don't know if it fits our station per se famous dj and a female singer mm-hmm. hmm. interesting yeah Th- more to come on that is it dead mouse and cindy lopper <laughs> no <laughs> darn it nope darn it <laughs> on both accounts <laughs> absolutely not a boy can dream <laughs> new kids on the block will be in town this weekend and you know what you're gonna be at that show Michelob ultra arena we have your tickets next hour 825 when you win heads up it's mix 94.1 mercedes in the morning Welcome back to Mercedes in the Morning. They're the first voices I hear in the morning. On Mix 94.1. It is 7.32. You went to a wedding over the weekend, right? Engagement party. Oh, engagement, engagement party. party. Gotcha, yes. gotcha. Engagement party. Oh, and have you ever been overdressed or underdressed or just inappropriately for, for an event? Because this was pretty funny. We got there on Saturday night, and um, you know, it's, which was an engagement party. So I had a suit on, Laura had a nice dress on, and, and we get there, and the groom side of the family, they're they're like legit cowboys. So a lot of guys in there with cowboy hats and everything. And a few minutes later, friends of ours come walking in. I see my buddy come walking in. He has a nice suit on. And then his wife comes walking in, and she has this beautiful, very flowery, flowing, gorgeous dress but also this huge, over-the-top, conductory style hat. Flowers, like the whole thing coming out of its hat. It's like, whoa, I ever stopped and looked. Oh, wow, okay. We see, okay, we see you. It's a nice hat. She looks around the room like, why am I the only one dressed in Kentucky Derby garb? <laughs> they come over to us, and she's like, what, what, why aren't you guys dressed up? I'm like, I got a suit on. She's like, it's a Kentucky Derby theme party. I'm like, no, it's not. Look around the room. There's not one person dressed like it's a Kentucky Derby party. She misread the invitation, and she thought it was a Kentucky Derby theme party. And she showed up with a Kentucky Derby hat on. This thing was huge. Uh, what What did the invitation say that you would misread it and think it's Kentucky Derby? And she mentioned that. I'm like, I didn't pick up on that, and no one picked up on it. But when we got home, we were looking at the invitation, and there was a thing that said, and they are off to the races. It mentioned the couple's name, Cash and Julia. And underneath it said, and they are off to the races. And they're both in the equestrian world. She rides horses. Like I said, he's a cowboy. He rides horses. So horses is, is part of their life. But she, and I can see how she could see that, but nowhere on the invitation does it says, dress like it's a Kentucky Derby. It's a Kentucky Derby theme party. But she came in with the biggest top. It was hysterical. Oh, my. I, you know, I couldn't understand that. I might think the same thing. See, and we're off to the races. Uh-huh. And I was like, I'd be like, oh, oh, horse racing part. Okay. I can totally understand that. But imagine you walk in and you're the only one. Like, it, it's like that scene from Mean Girls where Elle Wood shows up and she's wearing, like, the bunny costume. And, oh, it's not a costume party, but I thought it was. <laughs> oh, have you ever showed up somewhere where you were either severely overdressed or severely underdressed? And, and what happened? 
I, I feel bad, but part of me is like, well, that's cool. You get to stand out. Good for you. And she took the hat off, and it just looked like a really nice dress. Oh, it, it was okay. the hat that, you know, when you walk in with this huge, just way, beautiful hat, beautiful Kentucky Derby hat. As soon as she took it off, it just fit in with all the other beautiful ladies wearing dresses and stuff on Saturday. But it was that big, big, big hat. That Jess was like, whoa, that's an intention grabber. I uh, I felt really underdressed. Uh, I think it was a couple of weeks ago we talked about it on the air. Like, obviously, you know, we work here. We're in our own little studios. I, I We don't have to, like, dress up up. I mean, I don't come in here in pajamas by any means. But sometimes uh, some days are more relaxed than others. And I was getting my outfit ready the night before, like I always do. And I'm like, I've got nothing going on tomorrow. I'm just going to wear a pair of jeans and a hoodie and some sneakers. We're going to be good. And I get here and I realize, oh, no, I have to do a Zoom interview with someone. And the, the hoodie I was wearing said, Nike, right across <laughs> the, stir- the front of it. And I was like, oh, my gosh, what do I do? I'm so embarrassed. But I... I, the only alternative I had was one of our mixed t-shirts and like I, I didn't want to I didn't want to change into that. So I, I tried to set up my camera where it cut off right above where it said Nike. But I so went back and, I went back and watched and you can still see the Nike. I, I, I didn't cut it off enough just because, yeah, it would have only been my head. And so <laughs> uh, I, I just felt so underdressed and the person I was interviewing I I could tell she was kind of like, oh, well, <laughs> look at you. <laughs> Very relaxed today. You know, you're, it's bad when someone goes, well, you look comfy. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I look comfy? Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I was severely underdressed for that. Have you been in that situation? 702-364-9400. We've had cases here where there's like a corporate boss or VP or someone that's flying into town. And they give us a heads up. Like, So-and-so will be here next week on Tuesday. You get to say hi. And, and I remember one person that worked with the show just kind of forgot about it and came in in a very, very, very casual manner. And it's like, hey, do you know so-and-so's here today? <gasps> I'll put the name up. I, I don't remember. I know one person that used to work with us. Oh, was was he he was casual? He was casual. It was because way back, and it was it was one of the big bosses in town. And, and, and we had nothing really planned with the big boss, but he's going to be in the building. And with the big bosses here, you want to look nice. And he was just, I remember it hat on. Just He was disappointed with his outfit that day. Oh, yeah. I don't remember that one. But one of our coworkers used to, like, come into work in pajamas. Oh. In pajamas. And I just, I never understood it. Like, you can't even put on some jeans and a t-shirt. Like, I get it. We, we, but in pajamas. And then she'd always be like, I'm so tired. I got to lay down. And then go lay down on the couch. I'm like, why are you even here then? Like, you know what you're signing up for. The, these are the hours. Like, put on a pair of jeans and a shirt and just deal with it. If you don't want to do it, then why are you even here? She had that mindset of getting up at 3 o'clock to come in here, or they had that mindset of getting up at 3 o'clock <laughs> to come here to the radio station. Yeah, when you get here at 4 a.m., you're the only one here. You own the building. But you know what? The, the day goes on, and we wrap up at 10 a.m. and step out of the studio. It's a prof- professional environment. You know, there's meetings taking place, all kinds of stuff. And so you have to be prepared for that role when the show's over. Yeah, it was just a bad look. And mm-hmm. then people would come back here and there's, she's walking around in like her footy pajamas. I'm like, yeah, she's wearing pajamas. I, I don't know what to say. Uh, when were you overdressed or underdressed? Ellen, good morning. What happened to you? Hello. Hey, what happened? Hi. So my husband sponsored a table at this really nice gala. And he told me, I didn't see the flyer, he told me it was a black tie event. So I wore a really nice red gown, 
we even went to go pick up a friend of ours that was sitting at our table, and he mentioned a black and white event. And I said, no, 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 black tie. My husband said black tie. So you just dress really nice. And he was like, so what color is your dress? And I said red. And he laughed. And I don't think anything of it. And we get to the event, and I noticed that a bunch of people are wearing black and white. Oh, no. And <laughs> it was... He said, and everybody else said it wasn't a big deal, but that stuff drives me crazy, and I was uncomfortable the entire night. Oh, because everyone's staring at you thinking that you knew, but you're like, the rules don't apply to me. I'm going to wear red, so I stand out, but... Little did they know, you you did not know what the rule was they, because they told you the wrong thing. Oh, my gosh. I, I would totally feel uncomfortable, too. You Definitely. That's that's scary. But the upside, at least your husband could find you really fast. Yeah, exactly. Ah, there she there, is. There, she's Dylan. the one in red. The one. The one. The singular. Uh, Caitlin, good morning. Where were you under or overdressed? Um, so I used to work at Nothing But Cakes. And uh, for all the holidays, they would have everyone dressed up. And so it was Christmas. And so everyone had like their cute, like jammies on. They were all super adorable. And I came in my bright pink uniform. And I just stood out. And like all of the guests would look at me like I was crazy. And so my boss was like, maybe you should come work in the back today. <laughs> we don't want uh, them thinking that something's wrong here. Uh, yeah, come in the back. Frost some cakes. We have the best frosting ever. <laughs> they do. <laughs> they have the best frosting. Oh, it's so good. It happens. So. Yeah, just read the invitation before you go. That is really funny. We have the hot three coming up next. What do you have for us? All right. We are going to talk about uh, women being jealous. Who are women most jealous of when it comes to their significant others? We're going to talk about that. Also, how long does it take to become best friends with someone and... We often hear about the things that old people complain about when it comes to young people. Well, what about the other way around? What are young people sick of hearing old people complain about? That's all coming up next in the Hot 3. Hold that. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch 94.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. Women tend to be more jealous than men of their partner's opposite sex platonic friend and are more concerned with sexual infidelity than emotional infidelity past research has shown that men tend to be more jealous or upset about sexual infidelity um, but on the other hand women tend to be more jealous or upset about emotional infidelity this uh, new study says the degree of jealousy experienced by the partner is partially influenced by how attractive the rival mate is with more attractive rivals evoking higher levels of jealousy. Women's feelings of jealousy are more more closely associated with attractiveness. But a surprise finding is that men, not women, were more emotionally upset when their spouse's friend was attractive compared to unattractive, regardless of the sex of the friend. That's the case because men may worry that the attractive male friend is a potential mate and an attractive female friend can serve serve as a wing woman. So if they're attractive all the way around, there's going to be some jealousy. Mm-hmm. Does Matt have any female friends like that? No, he doesn't. The like the female, he's not really friends with females aside from them being the wives of his male friends. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm trying to think like if he has any just solo female friends. He has female coworkers, but I mean they're. They're great. I like them. Um, 
I can't know. Does your wife have a lot of male friends? She does. It's through work. And the guys that she does talk to a lot at work, I also talk to as well. I've met them a bunch of times. And we'll we'll message with some of the same interests. We'll message back and forth about some stuff. And so, yeah, it's it's she started the relationship. But I've met these guys since then. And we become friends. We're all like one big happy group now. Yeah. It's uh, we've never really been in that weird position. I'm thinking of my attractive friends, though. Does he... Does he get jealous of my attractive friends because he worries that they'll be my wing woman? And same thing. No, he he likes all my friends for the most part. I mean, there's a couple that he's kind of meh on. <laughs> How was it when he first started dating? Do you, did you have any? I know Ross is, is a male friend of yours that Matt's very close with. Did you have many male friends in your life that you kind of let go of once you and Matt started dating? No, it's like kind of the same thing as you actually. Uh, like Ross is one of my best friends that um, I've known for ever, like forever. I think I met him when I was like 18 or 19 years old and he's always been a friend. Um, introduced him to my husband and now they're better friends than Ross and I are. Like they text every single day. They send articles to each other like it's and that's the running joke with my husband is that he steals all my friends. <laughs> he, he poaches them. And in a, in a good way, like uh, there was a guy that we used to work with here and uh, I introduced them at some company function. They became friends. They literally are best friends now. They talk and text every single day. Um, if I introduce them to my husband, he becomes friends with them always. That's good. This is a lot about the guys. That's really cool. <laughs> and they're, it, I mean, my, he's very likable when you like meet him in person, mm-hmm. my husband. So, and easy to get along with. And, and, but like I introduced him to someone on Saturday night, we ran into someone, we went out to dinner and he's like, they're talking and he's like, what's your Instagram, man? And he gives it to him. He's like, cool. And then the next day he goes, Hey, I've been messaging with so-and-so. I'm like, are you kidding me? You're stealing another one of my friends. What the heck? It's so We're all funny. besties with Matt now. Oh, my gosh. Uh, also this morning, speaking of besties, they say it takes 10,000 hours to become an expert at something. So maybe it's easier to just befriend one instead. The New York Times just did a story about friendships and how many people you really need in your life. And there's a fun stat near the end of it. A study in 2018 says it takes an average of 219 hours to become friends with someone. Or 20 minutes if you're my husband, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> uh, the study looked at how long people had to hang out over the course of several months to go from being acquaintances to casual friends, then casual friends to true friends, and true friends to best friends. It took an average of 94 hours for most people to become casual friends, 164 hours for true friendship to form, and 219 hours before people considered the other person to be a good friend or a best friend. Obviously, everyone's different, though. Um, but th- how many good friends do you really need in life? In general, anywhere from three to six is good. Each one after that makes less and less of an impact on your well-being. That said, the most important number is one. People who have at least one good friend tend to be much happier than people who have none. The two nineteen hours, that's a consecutive amount of time. Because if you do it by days, it's like knowing someone for nine days. But you're talking about consecutive hours spent with that first person until they officially become like that really, really good friend. Well, like you don't have to spend it consecutively. But it's, it's like nine days. But yeah, I'll add it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you add it up, it, it, it's 219 hours. Yeah, it's good. Do you, how many do you, I mean, that, that is a great feeling, having that one friend or if you have two friends or three friends, if you're lucky enough to, that, like the confidence, uh, 
that you confide in that person and they're there for you. It's a good feeling to have the people like that in your life. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's. I think it's important to have someone. Uh, that being said, I don't. I, and this is my fault. I I always put up a wall when it comes to like that final like best friend they i i don't know i always put up a wall and i'm like i'm not gonna reveal everything the only person i guess is my husband like knows everything i have a lot of good friends but like best friends who know everything uh i don't think there's anyone yeah it takes a lot to fully yeah. reveal i don't think that person either you just fully reveal yourself really reveal a lot pull many curtains back but you know just there's just only so much you can get just everything yeah. on the table there i am no 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 i even do that to myself a lot of myself over stuff <laughs> finally this morning some young people complain a lot like you know i'm bored or there's no wi-fi here no one understands this but let's be honest the reverse is also true there's a thread online where young people are talking about the things they're sick of hearing old people complain about and there are some good ones here um like don't believe everything you see on the internet young adults now say they're having to remind their parents about this over and over again because they're believing everything <laughs> they see on the internet uh the fact that kids don't play outside anymore they're sick of hearing i mean not entirely true I had, a, I had a kid on my front door, uh, on my front doorstep yesterday. Maybe we can talk about that in a couple of minutes. Weirdest thing. Do you have a ring doorbell? I uh, know. I do not. I got this video. <laughs> may have a, we should talk about what I got. The video? Girl. Do you have the video itself? Yeah, I downloaded right. it because I was like, what? What the? What's going on here? So, yeah. Well, okay. We'll talk about that. Uh, other things. Uh, but like the kid stuff, I feel like when we were kids, we we get yelled at to come inside. Now parents have to yell at their kids to go outside and play. This is true. I would agree with that. Uh, other things young people are sick of hearing old people complain about. Uh, kids don't know how to fix anything. Except when it comes to technology, they like know how to fix everything. Yeah, they're going to, you know, your grandparents <laughs> or your parents who turned to you for that kind of help. I can't figure out the Wi-Fi. Let me step in here and punch in your, your super long password to get things working. <laughs> uh, why aren't you married yet? Uh, supply chain issues. Duh. <laughs> Stuff like that. <laughs> so there you go. That's the last one, right? Yeah, that's it. We've got the new kids on the block. Let's go. That's so This is new kids on the block. They're in town this weekend, and we have your tickets coming up here in the 8 o'clock hour. 8.25, when you win heads up, you're going to see new kids on the block this weekend. Broadcasting live. Numb little bug on Mix 94.1. It's in by hold, and it is 8.03 and Monday morning. We were just talking about this and what's trending. Has your ring doorbell captured anything odd? Or has anyone ever just shown up on your doorstep and you're like... Wait, what is happening outside my house? 702-364-9400. What did, what's the funny thing or the weird thing you captured on your ring doorbell? Or maybe it was your security camera or whatever. So yesterday I'm sitting on the couch. It's like, I think, let me see the timestamp on this video. Uh, because I just sent it to you, Jason. Mm -hmm. I haven't watched it yet. I'm waiting to watch you it live on air. It yeah. Uh -huh. um, oh, well, I put it in my phone at 8.05 PM. What so the, it was, the... uh, so I, it started playing. I hit pause. <laughs> so I, it's just so weird. It's so weird. So it's in the it's in the morning. It, it's a beautiful day out, and I get a notification that there's movement on my front porch, and so I look at the camera and I see a little girl run away, and I'm like, "What just happened?" So then I I go back and I rewind the footage, 
And you, I, if you want to start watching yeah, it. Yeah, I'm starting I, it from scratch. So you, there's the, the entryway. So describe what happened. And this, a little girl walks up. She's got a little white T-shirt on, blue shorts. She puts something down in front of her house. Two, two items down. Rings your doorbell. Rings no, it. No, she's like knocks. Oh, knocks. And then she, she scoots out of there. She runs. She, yeah, she gets out of there fast. Does she go into a car where she just. No, because then look, because there's like. Oh, she's hauling something. Okay, you see her walking down the sidewalk, and then there's like. There's a, a mom. She's got a wagon, and then there's a mom with a baby carriage behind her. What in the blue hell is this? <laughs> it was like. Oh, my gosh. What is happening? What did she leave? So I go out to the front door to look see her go. what she <laughs> left. Okay. I, I'm, trying, I'm so confused. So I, I go out there. <laughs> Mom's all casual, pushing the baby afterwards. I know. I'm like, who? who is this? Like, what is going on? So I go out there, and there's a, a green sticky note on the door, and it says her name, and it says number 11. Well, I assume it to be her name. I don't want to say it because, you know. But let's say it says Susie, number 11. And then on the ground, it was made out of that same um, sticky note paper, like this lime green colored sticky note. Um it was like a little fan, like, you know, that you fan yourself off with, but it was like teeny tiny, like a fan for ants, I guess. And she had colored it and she just left it there and ran away. And I was like, I went out to see and they had already left. It was just very odd, but I captured, the, I have it captured on my, on my ring doorbell. I'm just, I'm trying to figure out who she is. I've never seen her before. Um, she's holding that cart, so she's she thinks she's going to door to door. But what? what maybe is... she did that door to door. Maybe it's just like a nice gesture. Wouldn't she like give you a reason behind the gesture? Like, hey, thanks for being a great neighbor, or I'm graduating from grade school this weekend. Here's my address. If she's looking for a gift or something, or is she advertising? Do she get up like a lemonade stand or something? And this is warning you in advance that Susie Eleven is going to be selling stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But the video cracks me up. Oh, she's great. <laughs> she just runs up there. And then do you notice when she gets in my entryway, she kind of looks both ways. She looks side to side. And then she's very quiet about uh-huh. it. And then she runs. Um, so what did you capture on your ring doorbell? <laughs> Maybe it's something funny like that. Maybe it's something that you were like, uh, excuse me, 702-364-9400. Mike, what happened to you? Hey, how you guys doing? Doing well. Did you capture something weird? I did. It was really odd. Uh, you know, we went to bed Saturday night after getting in our pool and stuff. And then I woke up around 2 in the morning, and I started looking at the ring because it had went off at midnight. And this guy is in my front gate, my re- right in front of my ring. And he's looking over my fence into my yard, and he's mumbling some stuff. But he has this clicker in his hand, and he keeps clicking it on the ring. And he's clicking it, and he's clicking it, and he's clicking it. And I was like, what the hell is this guy doing? Then he went to my car, and he tried to get into my car. But, you know, the car was locked. He didn't break any windows or anything. But then the ring stopped, which he obviously walked off. But anyways, I put it on the ring community. And everybody's telling me on the community that that clicker is a garage door code stealing thing. Oh. And what they do is they... They, 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 they keep clicking this, and they try to steal your garage code so they can get into your garage. Oh, my oh, gosh. Wow. That is terrifying. So did you do you have, like, one of those rolling codes that keeps changing? Do you know? You know what's funny is that I just put in this new MyQ garage system. So I, I had the garage guy door's number yesterday because I was kind of – we were a little bit nervous, you know. I'm like, I don't want nobody getting in the house. I have kids, everything. 
So my garage door guy is like, there is no way he's going to get that code from your... I have one of those MyQ garage door things, too. It has, like, a camera on it. I can open my garage from here. I can close my garage from here. Like, that thing is the coolest. Um, we have two garage doors, and I was telling JC, uh, one of them just broke last night. The spring broke. So we're going to have to get that replaced today. And I'm like, I want to put one of those MyQ on that garage door, too, because that is the greatest thing. Have you ever seen that? I've heard of them. haven't seen them. But any any way to keep tabs in your house and, and watch over things, I'm all for it. I'm sorry. I'm still watching this girl. She She's adorable. But why 11? You see the text line? Someone say maybe it's a Stranger Things connection? Is she trying to be 11 for a stranger? I, I feel like maybe she plays a sport and she's number 11. And then she, that's why she put it. But it's a, but it's a baby umbrella. It's something you can use, right? Is she, it's a she, fan. It's a fan. It's, it's, like maybe she's like, come to my game, and this will fan you off. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Like I said, I really want. I, I. <laughs> someone wrote. I think it means she's one of your junior fans. Oh, did we number any of our junior fans? Did we have any of them? Didn't we do this back in the day? Oh my god. We gosh. used to give fans numbers. When people would check in and they would have a number? I'm a little fan. <laughs> if that's true, now I feel terrible that I we, didn't remember that. Didn't we do that? We gave fans, we gave people numbers, listener numbers. I don't know if we did with, I, with I feel like listen- I would have remembered with junior listeners. But she, I love how she's wheeling a cart. So to me, she's wheeling a cart with other things to deliver to other homes. I should ask my neighbors if they got one also. Maybe she just went to everyone's doorstep and was like, I'm going to deliver fans to everyone. Uh, she is so cute, though. But she made the fan out of a post-it note, so it's so small. Like, it's so teeny tiny. Oh, this is a mystery. We need to follow up on this. <laughs> she put this thing last, this last-minute fan and her name and the number 11. I don't want to post it because I, I no. want to respect her yeah. privacy. I wonder if there's a way if I could pin, like, a... a an emoji over her face to to conceal her identity. Do you, do you know the mom that's pushing the No, the baby? Th- she's too far away. Yeah. I can't tell. I can't tell. But, yeah, just strolls up, looks side to side. Okay, I'm just going to set this right here. I'm going to knock, knock, and run, run. away. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love the ring doorbell. I get so many great videos. The worst is if you have one and you get a package and you go out there and you're thinking you're like, oh my butt looks good, and then you see your butt on the ring doorbell. You're like, oh my gosh, <laughs> ring doorbell butt. Is that is that like a fish <laughs> fish eye? Because oh my goodness. <laughs> Coming up here, we do have those tickets. New kids on the block this weekend. We have your tickets when you win. Heads up. Stick around. I'm really perplexed, Mercedes, by that girl. I'm still watching that video that you talked about about 15 minutes ago who left a small fan, like a handmade fan on a piece of paper. Yeah. She just folded up the papers like, you know, like an accordion. Mm -hmm, Yeah. And then she stapled the bottom of it. So it kind of made a little mini fan. And then she left a note that said um, her name. I'm assuming it's her name. And then the number, it says hashtag 11. So I just... I don't understand what it is, and then she ran away before I could get to the door. So, so I got the I got the video on the ring doorbell, but it's just funny. I just shared it with you, and I, I don't know. I keep watching it too. So do I. Something, it. That, something that is also very endearing with this girl. And I'm trying to think: is this? I was googling. Is there a meaning behind it? I couldn't find anything. But I now I'm thinking more: is she 
teasing the big lemonade stand that she's going to have set up in the neighborhood. Like, all of a sudden, there'll be some sign, you got the fan, now buy the goods, or something, some teaser that she's preparing everyone come Memorial Day weekend, come here for this weekend. She's going to have the ultimate stand set up to make some money for the summer. If this kid has a full-blown marketing campaign where she's sending, she's got teaser stuff going on, I am completely impressed. Um, I think it was just a kind of... I don't know, a thing that she might have dropped off to all the houses. I'm not sure, but um, that's a great money-making. She's got to have a budget for that and everything. That's pretty impressive. Right? (laughs) What did you do to earn your summer cash? 702-364-9400. Little kids, summertime, your teenager, summertime, want to get some spending money. What did you do to make that cash? Did you have a job back in the day? Well, we were talking about it earlier. I was, uh, I babysat a lot for, especially over the summer. I, I did that a lot. And then I, I got my first job, I told you, was a mannequin model. And I, it was for the local department store. They had a program for teenagers and they taught us how to do modeling and fashion shows. And then we gradually got to go onto the floor and, and work in the retail area and, and sell things. But that was it for me. That's that that was nothing super exciting. We did have like a lemonade stand here and there, but I'm trying to do my my oldest, she's she's going to work this summer and she thought she had a job lined up, but then it kind of fell through. So now she's like Ugh, I I don't know what to do. So if anyone has any great ideas, let me know. I, I or I'll let her know. Team for hire. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm not trying to put her out there, but it's like, what do you do to? What did you do to make money over the summer? What did you do? For me, it was cutting lawns in my neighborhood, and I started young. I was maybe 11, 12 years old with with just one lawn. It was the Magenheimers. Ed Magenheimer hired me to cut his lawn every week for 15 bucks a week, and that was bank. I was so excited. I'm a little kid making 15 dollars a week just for cutting his lawn. So I did hit him one summer. The following summer, I picked up a second lawn. So I thought it was great. I think they paid me 20 bucks. So I was getting Ed's 15, this other 20. And then by the third summer, that's when I was off to the races because I got a weed whacker. I got an air blower. And I was up to about five or six lawns a week uh, and making 20 bucks a pop. So wow. at a 13, 14-year-old kid, I-, I was doing all right for, for summertime. And it was time-consuming. I would schedule. I would do so-and-so's lawn on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Everyone wanted their lawns cut by, by Thursday or Friday for the weekend. But I had to have a schedule to get everyone done. And, and I was uh, I was doing well for myself as a teen. It wasn't bad. That's a, I mean, that's a full-blown business there. When you have, like, the consistent clientele that you have to make sure they are taken care of, that you go on certain days. That's pretty impressive. I do remember I was cutting one lawn, and an actual landscaping truck pulled up, and the guy rolls down his window. He's like, you cut lawns in the neighborhood? I'm like, yeah. He's like, you want to do the Weichels? We're neighbors. I'm like, um, sure. He's like, you got it. Start cutting their lawn. And he took off. I'm like, okay. So the next week, I went over to the Weichels. Start, I just started mowing their lawn. I didn't even check with the Weichels. And she comes out. I was like, what are you, what are you doing, J.C.? Like the, your landscaper told me to cut your lawn. I guess that had falling out. Oh, so I was going to say, is he collecting the money? No, and you're doing the work. He was mad at the Weichels. He took off, drove by me, saw me. He said, cut their lawn. I'm like, okay. So I just went and started cutting their lawn. And she didn't know that their falling out was so bad that he told me to start cutting their lawn. And she paid me for a couple of weeks to do it, which was nice. What was uh, the the way you made money when you were a kid over the summer? 702-364-9400. Did you sell something? Did you actually have a job? Did you kind of make up a job? Uh, did someone tell you to go, did they outsource their work and have you as a child do it? But it sounds like you got paid for it. I got paid, yeah. I would have said, I want to know what he made, and that's what I think I deserve.
I would have I would have demanded equal pay. Oh yeah, you know the professional landscape. And I was doing the same job: air blower, weed whacker. I attention to detail, and I was getting paid twenty, twenty five bucks. You know that landscaping company was probably charging more. Oh, for sure. I mean, again, taking advantage of the youth. <laughs> oh, they work for cheap. Uh, apparently, that's you know that's the way they do it. I don't know. It was nice to have cash, too, because a lot of them paid me in cash, except for Mr. Magenheimer. He always wrote me a check, which is a pain in the butt when you're 12 years old to cash a check. Oh, I know, because then you had to sign it over to your parents, <laughs> and then they had to cash it because they had the bank accounts and stuff. Oh, that was a mess. And then the collecting, too. I'd ring the doorbell, and I wouldn't go every Friday to get paid. I'm like, well, actually, um, you didn't pay me last week. And the collecting money was the hard part. Mowing the lawns was fun. Oh, I know, because everyone avoided you when it was time to pay. <laughs> I would babysit, and if they were like, we don't have cash. Can we write you a check or can we pay you tomorrow? And then they don't show up tomorrow. I'm like, mm, lady, <laughs> you got to be paid. I'm not watching Willie and Jessica for you anymore. Uh, Cherry, good morning. What was it for you? How did you make money? Um, we were always making money as kids. I remember my mom would make these homemade suckers and we'd all help her. And then we'd go door to door and our neighbors always knew like the suckers were coming. We, we paid for a lot of things too. Um, I think the funniest was me and my friends were very big entrepreneurs. We'd sell anything we could get our hands on. I remember one time her mom had some, like, clothes, and she's like, yeah, you can sell these. So we went door to door, and we were like, hey, we've got this really cute shirt. Do you want to buy it? <laughs> this is my mom's dress. Do you want to buy it? <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's basically, that's like thrifting come to your house. I would love that. I'd be like, well, let's, let's take a look at it. What size? Okay. Is it laundered? All right. We'll take it. I'll give you five bucks for it. Mom's new purse. You want to buy this? Oh, whoops. <laughs> Sorry, Mom. We, did, we thought you meant everything was up for grabs. That is awesome. All right, let's do this. We want Caller 20 right now. 702-364-9400. You're Caller 20. You're playing heads up, and we have a fun prize for you. Yeah, we have a pair of tickets for you to see new kids on the block. They are going to be at the Michelob Ultra Arena on May 29th. And if you want to see them, your chance is right now. Just be Caller 20. You get to pick your category. You get to pick your partner. And if you get six answers in 60 seconds... You are going to win. Caller 20, you're playing 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1. Hey, good morning, Monique. Hey, good morning, Mercedes. How are you? We are great. You are Caller 20. You get to play Heads Up. All right. Let's make you a winner this morning. Here are your categories. First of all, we have these new kids on the block tickets up for grabs. Um, Your categories are under the sea, asparagus, redheads, mozzarella, or strike a pose. Well, I'm a redhead, so you know what I got to go with. Oh, this category is made for you. Well, did you know World, World Redhead Day is on Thursday? Did you know that? I think every day is World Redhead Day. <laughs> <laughs> I like your style. Okay, so these are all celebrities that are redheads, okay? Okay. You got this. You got this. Now, who do you want to pick as your partner this morning? 
Well, I was feeling JC, but sorry, I think I got to go with you now. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm kind of. Right. I, I, yeah, I know celebrities with red hair. That's my thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not. I'm just joking. <laughs> there was a transition there with Monique. So I'm, I'm going with JC, but now that I hear Mercedes talk, yeah. uh, it's all good. It's all good. We'll make you a winner either way. Let's all get serious here. Okay. Sixty seconds on the clock, Monique. You get six correct. You're to go see New Kids on the Block, and you start now. This is um, the second in. Lo- or he's he's William's brother. In in England, the uh, he's, uh, Harry. Yes, Harry. Uh, she is an actress. She was I don't know what she was in uh, past. Also, an actress. She was in that dancing movie with Ryan Gosling. Um, she uh, really cute. Oh Lord, Pass. okay. Pass. This was she was Pretty Woman. Oh, Emma Stone. Yes, that was right. And then this one is Pretty Woman. Oh, Julia. Uh, Julia Roberts. Yes. This is, he's a singer. He uh, sings Shape of You. Oh, Ed Sheeran. Yes. Yes. She was in The Parent Trap. She was also in Mean Girls. Lindsay Lohan. Yes. Um, she is, I'm going to pass. I'm going to pass. Um, she used to be married to Tom Cruise. She's an actress. She Nicole was. Kidman. Yes. yes. <laughs> you got it. Nice job, Monique. Congratulations. Monique, have a blast this weekend. You're going to go see New Kids on the Block, Michelob Ultra Arena, Sunday night. Congratulations to you. And if you want to see the New Kids on the Block this weekend, it's very simple. We'll do these tickets again tomorrow morning at 625 with the early edition of Heads Up. Mix 94.1, it is 8.44, Monday morning. Coming off the weekend, uh, JC, you you admitted that you did something over the weekend that kind of blew me away. I was I was actually, you sent me a text about it over the weekend, and I was like, what? And then you even got into more detail this morning about it. Do you know what I'm talking about? You were talking about the K-pop station that I was listening to on Sunday. <laughs> JC texted me over the weekend, and he's like, did you know there's a K-pop station on satellite radio? I've been listening to, or I really like the group. Wait, let me find it. I want to do the, the do them justice. Hi, hi exclamation point. <laughs> there's a K-pop station. I like the group 17. <laughs> I like I'm eight years old. Hi. <laughs> K-pop station start me like 17. So I I told my daughter, Sophie, who Mm -hmm. is a big K-pop stan, and I guess she's heavily influenced me to be into K-pop. And I I was like, I have definitely heard of that station. We listen to it um, quite often. I'd like to let everyone know that there is also a K-pop station on the Odyssey app. Perfect. Perfect. Excellent. Um, So I told her that you like 17 and she goes, yeah, I could picture him being a fan of Seventeen. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what that meant. And I'm just I basing it on, know. I haven't seen what Seventeen looks like or the group or their catalog of music. It was just the one song. It was the song Ready to Love was the one that stood out to me. So I, I got <laughs> my phone out. I got my phone out. I started oh writing all these songs. Because I got on my car Sunday morning after the gym and I had, you know, I had my 80s music on and, and then it was a little commercial. Like, if you like K-pop, you're like Channel, whatever, channel 104, K-pop, da, da, da. So you know what? I'm going I'm, I'm to listen to K-pop for the rest of the day. As long as I'm in my car. I'm going to listen to K-pop. So I went over to Channel 104, and as I'm driving, doing my errands, I, I jotted down these songs that stood out to me. Jun Somi, XOXO. Wait, hold on. Hold on. We got to get the expert on the phone, because I some of these I know, some of these I okay. don't know. Uh, hey, Sophie. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Did you hear that J- JC's now a K-pop stan? 
Yes, and as as he should, as he should. <laughs> well, so I got to thank you because you've had a lot of influence when it comes to music here. I think on the radio station with me, you were the first one to introduce us to Billie Eilish, Olivia Rodrigo. I mean, you you have your eye. Post Malone. Post Malone, all these things. And I know your love of K-pop, so when I heard about the station, I went to it, and I was, I was digging some of the songs. So, so that's one of the songs, 17, Ready to Love is one of the ones that I liked. John? Yes, that, that's one of my favorites by them, personally. And when you said, mm, yeah, I could see him being a fan of them, what did you mean exactly? Just because of their music catalog, um, they're coming out with a new album, and they already have 2 million pre-orders for this new album that they're coming out with. They're going on tour, and just some of the members, I could see JC being like, oh, you know what, I think I think he's really cool, and I think... Uh, I think JC could be a carrot. That's their fandom name. A carrot. Be a carrot a in the future. Oh, I'm gonna. I'm embracing this. K a r a t, right? A carrot. No, C a r a t. C a r a t. JC's a carrot for seventeen. Yes, I am. Oh, you're a carrot. <laughs> I'm a carrot. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, uh, who are the other ones you were listening to? The other one I jotted down was John Somi X O X O. Iconic. Iconic. <laughs> what what are Jun Somi's uh, fans called? Oh, oh, it's a really cute name. Oh, what is it called? Somi Somi's. Oh, let hold on. Give me a second to think. Oh, oh wait, I think it's think it's called Some Munchies. So I probably pronounced that really wrong. Some Munchies. I just I just googled it. You're right. Some Munch Samu. Samu Hungshis, I can't Some, say I'm it. a Samu <laughs> She is so awesome. Uh, she's under the Black label. She just came out with her first full album, XOXO. The music video for that song is super cool as well. Uh, fun fact, if you didn't know, her dad actually makes a cameo in that music video. I really hope you like that song. Uh, I played it. Well, my mom was doing her show prep last night. I played that song. I don't know if she was paying attention, but did you pick I up on it? it too. I, I I was not. Oh, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Okay. I, I'll listen today. No comment. Okay, what else? The third song that I wrote down was from Itzy, and every time I try to type this, it kept changing it to Itchy. But Itzy and the song "Not Shy" was the one that really jumped out to me. So I made a note of that song as well. Yeah. <laughs> I oh my gosh. Okay, so Itzy's fandom name is called Mitzi, and that is a Korean word that means trust. So it's because Itzy has so much trust in Mitzi. And I, oh, I am a huge, huge Mitzi. They have had so many bops over the years, and I'm really hoping they go on tour so badly soon. Um, They're actually a group that I collect as well. I have a few of their albums as well. So I have some I that, love Itzy. I went and, and not and, shy, not me. <laughs> <laughs> Here, let, for for those that aren't familiar, I have some of the song Not Shy. Let me play it for everyone. This okay. Is, this is Itzy. song all the time. That's Sophie's favorite part is there they go, It's a... <laughs> is it a sing-along? Yes, Young's It's a... Love it. And the bridge. The bridge is fantastic as well. 
It hooked me. The song hooked me, so I, I, I made a note so I can tell you about these songs. And, and I approached this because I don't have any kids, but I'm thinking to myself, okay, if I had a daughter, like Mercedes has a daughter, Sophie, and she was into K-pop, well, if I'm driving my daughter around, I would have to be listening to K-pop music all the time. So I put it on to, to kind of feel the vibe that you're into, and I'm digging it. I like it. I like that you introduced many of us to K-pop music. So thank you for that, Sophie. Oh, of course, and it helps, too, because so many of them are going on tour soon, too. I mean, I know TXT, they just had their uh, new EP, Minisode 2. Uh, Thursday's Child has far to go just dropped, and they're going on tour. I mean, okay, so give, give uh, there's so uh, many comebacks soon, too. Well, Ooh, yeah, BTS, of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah. And NCT Dream. Oh, well, okay, so give JC and uh, anyone else who wants to, you know, be like more educated in this world, give a homework assignment. Give one song by one group oh, that need, that you need to listen to, a must listen to. Oh, my gosh. This is so hard. Um, okay, well, the first group that immediately came to my mind was Red Velvet. They are a five-member girl group under SM Entertainment, absolute icons of the third gen, and they're killing it. If you saw the second Trolls movie, Trolls World Tour, they made an appearance in that movie. And I would either say to listen to Psycho, Bad Boy, Red Flavor, or their newest EP, which is an absolute masterpiece and cultural reset, the Reva Festival 2022, Feel My Rhythm. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was the best radio I've ever heard right there. She's got so deep. Wow. Whoa. Okay, but hey, give me you one. you got to have the details. you got to have the details. We love it. I love it. Give me one song. You mentioned a couple different things Just there. One. Just give me one song for, oh. from Red Velvet I need to listen to tonight. One. Oh, this is so hard. Maybe if you're going for that kind of chill vibe, I would say Bad Boy. Bad, bad boy. boy is a really good choice. Okay, Bad Boy, Red Velvet, that's your assignment. I wrote it down. <laughs> Have you ever been yes. influenced by your child to do something? Uh, like, what, what, what did your kid influence you to do? Or a child. It doesn't have to be yours. Apparently, mine is influencing JC. Yes. <laughs> 702-364-9400. Someone just texted us, Sophie. They said, hey, don't forget about, uh, is it Got7? They just... Oh, got seven. Yes, they have a comeback soon as well. Oh, not to mention, uh, not super long ago, Jackson Wang. Um, you've probably heard his song A Hundred Ways or LMLY. Those songs are actually got pretty big here in the States. He came out with the new song pretty recently called Blow off of his new album. Fantastic song. Wow, you know a lot about this, Sophie. Someone just said, uh, Mercedes, we need a K-pop list from Sophie, please. So maybe you could do that. We can post it tomorrow, like a, a good oh, yes. playlist. I have a playlist ready, fam. Don't you worry. <laughs> <laughs> Sophie, so so K- K-pop is Korean pop, and these are all these popular bands right now. Are there K-pop bands from the 80s that were big in the 80s? Was there where K-pop was? Did have a big run in the '80s? We go back to some older stuff. You know, I like my '80s music here in the states, but is there '80s K-pop music as well? Personally, I'm not too sure about that. So, K-pop is mainly divided into what they call generations or gens. So, I'm mainly into the third gen and fourth gen groups. Right now, we're in the fourth gen, so I'm not really sure about the 
probably first gen or pre-first gen. So I'm not really sure as far as that goes. Um, what is Sai? Definitely- well, Opa Gundam style. What's Sai? <laughs> is he first gen? Honestly, Sai is all gens. Yeah, he's all gens. He crosses the wall. His all. new album is killing it right now. I mean, oh, she's gotta go. He's killing the game. That's her bell. Oh, oh okay, go, go, go. You gotta go. We that love you. Bell. Okay, bye, Soph. bye, bye. Love you. Okay, red velvet bad boy. <laughs> We're getting tons of texts. Uh, this one says, uh, oh, my gosh, your daughter sounds just like you, Mercedes. So cute. Uh, this one says, my niece has me obsessed with Bluey. It's a cartoon that has some of the best lessons with Australian accents. Writing this down, I'm going to get influenced by that. We're going to watch Bluey tonight? I want to watch Bluey. This says, my daughter got me obsessed with Minecraft. It's a lot of fun when you figure out what you're doing. And, uh, yeah, I mean... There's a lot to be influenced. It's it's reverse mentorship, people. The younger the younger people. Oh, someone says there was an '80s K-pop. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do Red Velvet Bad Boy tonight. I'm gonna take a listen to that. Maybe watch the video as well. And maybe um, Sophie can have some homework and come back with the the um, '80s K-pop. That and I and to. you're a carrot. And I'm a carrot. Yeah, you're I'm a, a carrot because he's a stand of seventeen. That's what they call him, carrots. Uh, yeah, but I like Itzy though too a lot. If I gotta pick one. Oh, I, I got to think some more. What if I like What if I like Red Velvet more tonight? You could be You could be a stand of all of them. I think sh- you can stand as many groups as you want. I've got notebooks going. <laughs> I've got things on my phone trying to follow along here. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So many people are commenting on that. J- JYP was a big 80s K-pop star. Yes, there's 80s K-pop. Man, I, I didn't realize so many of you are into this. That's, that's really fantastic. I had no clue. That, yeah, that's good stuff. So thank you, Sophie, for coming on with us. And coming up next, we have... The hot three. What do you have for us? Okay, we are going to talk about doing this is overwhelming parents after five hours. We'll tell you what exactly that is. Also, a worker uh, got got some money because she wasn't invited to something. We'll tell you what it is. And have you heard of the latest challenge on social media? It's... It's called the Coat Hanger Challenge, and we'll tell you what it is coming up next in the Hot 3. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch Nutty 4.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. So a recent survey of parents of kids 10 and under finds that moms and dads start getting overwhelmed five hours into their road trip with their children. Still a quarter prefer traveling a car instead of flying to their destination. Maybe because 72% of parents pack at least one bag or suitcase for their children on the road. Overall, 39% of parents say traveling by car or plane can be equally difficult. And 12% say they have no preference. But 65% of parents noted they do have an easier time keeping their kids comfortable when traveling by car. Five hours, that, that's a decent amount of time. You can get to the beaches from here. Yeah. And not to worry about a kid being bored. That Well, I mean, like L.A., San Diego's about five hours. Yeah. Don't you think? Oh, yeah, yeah. Depends when you leave, too. Yeah, that's But you can true. get to Huntington Beach. You could do that in close to four hours, right? Yeah. Well, the way you drive, I'd say. <laughs> Same with my husband. I'm like, what? We're here? Oh, my gosh. I closed my eyes for two seconds, and then we're here. What happened? The other day, we started the show, and I get a note from Laura, and she's like, slow down. I'm like, what? And I open up my phone, and she sends, she screenshotted my Life 360. Oh. Like, what are you doing looking at me? She's like, I just wanted to check. Slow down. I know. Right? I'm glad she's 
keeping you in line. I go with the flow of traffic. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, also this morning, should this be allowed or would you say it's unfair treatment? A court in England just awarded a 51-year-old cashier over $90,000 in compensation after everyone at her work was invited to a happy hour except for her. And because of the fallout, she quit. She only found out about the happy hour because her coworkers talked about it in front of her. She um, she's mixed race and she had complained about discrimination before. The judge says that was one of the reasons why people didn't want her there. And age was a factor, too. She actually resigned in December and filed a lawsuit in February. They said that excluding her from a happy hour forced her to, quote, lose the opportunity to bond with colleagues. And she was just awarded under ninety thousand under ninety three thousand dollars in damages. That's a, if you can sue for not being invited to a party, a work party. Dang, that's a game changer. This sets the precedent. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I mean, at first I was like, oh, that's ridiculous. But then finding out about the discrimination, discrimination before, then, yes. now, now I'm like, ooh, okay, yeah, she might, she has a point there. But um, I mean, that's that's happened before here, where like you see a group of your coworkers and they're all out, and you're like, oh, I didn't get that invite, but okay, that's cool. Like that's just that's our group. And part of me is like, well, the, the drama always ensues with when you get coworkers together. So at least I'm not going to be a part of that. Yeah, I think it's happened to everyone. You have coworkers that go out or friends that go out. You're not invited for whatever reason to this one party or happy hour. It happens to everyone. Yeah, yeah, there's discrimination, and that's the whole that's different, a different ball game. Story, yeah. But just talking about you know, hey, there's a party this weekend. I wasn't invited. What? Let's go to court, Amy. <laughs> well, if if everyone in this building was invited to a happy hour except for you, and we were all there, you, I would be. Wouldn't you be kind of hurt? Oh like, yeah, absolutely. Oh, heck yeah, I'm hurt when there's two people and not me. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Oh, I think you, you guys did like a ladies' luncheon, which is you know the ladies and radio going out. I'm like, I want to go. Oh, you're always I, I invited. Go. I, I, th- I, I even remember that, and I was thinking we should invite JC, and it wasn't really like ladies, but I was like we should just invite JC, but but then someone goes, no, he's too busy with his horses on the weekend. I was like, okay. <laughs> I want to come to the ladies' luncheon. <laughs> All right. Finally, this morning, this is so dumb. It can't possibly be true. Can it? Have you tried the hanger challenge yet? Because it's all over social media. Have you seen it? No. What is this? What are okay. we doing? I was actually, I was going to bring a hanger today so we could do it uh, on the air. But when I tried it last night, I was like, I am not bringing a hanger. <laughs> There's no way. So what it is, is you take a coat hanger and you wedge your head in it. So the hook points to one side, like. So like a plastic hanger. Yeah. A plastic uh-huh. hanger. So like, let's say the hook is right here uh-huh. and then you put it on your head. They say whatever, whichever way the hook points to on one side, if you close your eyes, your head will automatically go that way. No, it's people have tried it and are shocked when it actually works. And there's actual science to back it up. It's a real thing called the hanger reflex, which was actually first documented in 1991. Um, A study in 2015 tried it on 120 people, and it worked for 96% of them. Are you seeing which way, when you're the mat or so, if you put the hanger on so you can't tell where the hook is pointing, or do you know where it's... Okay, so I did it, Uh and it didn't work for me, but I think there's a key reason why it didn't work now. Or unless, okay, first of all, I was like, this is just a joke to get people to do it on social media. I literally posted a TikTok of me doing it, being like, it doesn't work, and I quickly deleted it because I was like... This is a joke just to make us look stupid. I'm putting a hanger on my head. <laughs> so I deleted it. But then the more I thought about it, I, I missed one key step in this. And that's 
closing your eyes. I left my eyes open. I am open. not doing that. You got me before with stick your tongue out and I pretend you're shaking. You've got a salt shaker uh, and you can feel the salt in your tongue. I did that so many times so I realized what you did to me. I swear to God, I'm not making a, a joke because I felt the same way. I'm like, someone is pulling a fast one on me. But so they did this study in 2015, 96% of people it worked on. For some reason, your head tends to tur- want to turn away from the hook. Scientists still don't know why it happens. It's not just about seeing the hook in your peripheral vision. In one study, researchers built a ridiculous looking hat to test different pressure points on people's head, and they were able to recreate this coat hanger reflex with it. So that apparently has something to do with it. I don't know. Try. I'm going to try it again tonight, closing my eyes, because when I did it, I mean, I'll even show you the video. Just I, I have it on my my TikTok, but I hid it because I was like, this is dumb. Send it to me. No, I'm not sending it. You're going to have to just watch it all on my phone. But um, <laughs> you hold it up. OK, I see you got the hanger. Yeah. So let's try it. I put a hanger on my head. Yeah. And oh, can... you keep it up top like that. Okay, I think you went all the way around your neck. Nothing's happening. <laughs> Am I doing it wrong? What? Let me. Let's try it again. So I put okay. the stupid hanger on my head again. It's on. There's me with a hanger on my head. You turn. You started to turn to the hook side. No, I was checking my nails. Oh. <laughs> and I just gave up. I was like, "This is dumb." Someone's playing a joke on me. Just so you know, Laura's driving to California right now. So tonight in my house, I'm going to have a hanger on my head while listening to Red Velvet's Bad Boy song. <laughs> That's me tonight. Let's all do it. Let's let, let's all bond at 8 o'clock p.m. And let's all get video of us listening to Red Velvet and putting hangers on our Done. Heads. Done. <laughs> That's it. All right. Coming up next, it's Mondays. We have Jerk or Justified. It's a kind of a tipping dilemma one. We'll explain in about 10 minutes. Broadcasting live.